Hi, I'm Jonathan Harnish. As a person who happens to be diagnosed with severe mental illness, I documented primarily through saving text messages, audio clips, and other uh, media the past two days using all the tools uh, to work on many different aspects within my recovery spectrum. And um, I shared them with my cognitive behavioral therapist today, and this is what has come out. This video is, is meant for you, and we uh, are always to do our best. Well, you know, the main thing that I picked up First of all, I mean, what I'm assuming way what you describe with the audio messages is that in, in saying that it started out calm and, and then eventually, you know, got more and more intense or emotional is, you know, is I think that's probably what happens when you're thinking about these things too, just on your own, in your own mind. And that's what that whole NBCT <coughs> stuff is, is about is recognizing that we have these patterns of thinking, kind of like you can think of them as like dominoes also, in a way, in that, you know, let's say a topic comes up like, um, okay, my father offered to help pay to fix up the house, and then that's, so that domino falls, and then it hits the next one, which is, well, I asked for that before, and he said no, so why is he asking now? And then so when the emotions start, frustration, yeah. and then, so what does it mean that he's asking now? You know, does he really mean it? Or, you know, or it's not fair that he didn't let me do it before. And then look at all this money and time I wasted before. So even if I did get it fixed now, it still doesn't take away from the fact that I spent $600,000, you know, wasting wasted before you know you can see like in terms of that how it goes from one thing to the next and it's kind of like a, a river that's carved into into the mountain you know when water flows it's just going to follow the same path that the, that the same path that's been made you know a million years before and so we have this pattern of thought and my guess is that that the audio part was very similar in that it's just you know sort of a verbalized example of probably what goes on in your head, right? And so, you know, one of the things that, that we can do, of course, is to try to logically look at what you're thinking about, of course, with cognitive therapy and, 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 and try to look at it to see whether, how logical it is. What NBCT says is that for various, for various reasons, sometimes we can't always do that. And so sometimes, what we, we sometimes what's the most healthy thing to do is to recognize that you're thinking in that pattern and then just sort of stepping back and sort of saying wow there I go again with that line of thinking um, doesn't really get any, get me anywhere or there's nothing I can do about it anyway so I'm just gonna notice that I was thinking it but I'm not gonna continue to follow that path I'm gonna focus on this instead go to something else like listening to music or going to talking to somebody or taking a nap or whatever. And so and so my guess, based on reading what you know what your wife had responded to is that that in terms of money and your dad or in terms of your caretaker and, and being, you know, 
being bossy or, or owning the house. It's sort of the you know these are these are very similar patterns that that's been happening before. And so just to reiterate, my point is that we can do two things with that. We can look at it logically and try to figure out whether it makes sense, what you, whether your perception makes sense, and or we can also just accept that, you know what, this is a pattern of thought that you have, and maybe it doesn't do you any good anyway, or there's not much you can do about it, so you know, we can practice once you start having that pattern to just sort of acknowledge you're having it and just sort of let it go and not invest in it emotionally and getting yourself all worked up and angry. Okay, so that's one thing. Okay. In terms of in terms of the um, what I noticed with the text messages is something I've noticed many times before. Um, I think when if you detect or fear that you may be upsetting somebody, I think that's a big trigger for you. Um, and, and I think for probably a number of reasons. I think because, you know, I think you, you, you don't want to upset people. Um, and so it's upsetting to think that maybe you're upsetting somebody. Um, and then I think sometimes you also feel like maybe I'm upsetting my caretaker um, for example, and then you may think, but it wouldn't make sense if I'm upsetting her. And so if she is upset, then that pisses me off. And then that upsets you. you know. So it feels like either sometimes like I'm upsetting someone and I don't like that. I hate to think that I'm upsetting someone. Or maybe I'm upsetting them and gosh, that would be really unfair if they were getting upset about this, for example and then that may make you upset or angry. But I see that as a trigger. I mean, you know, there's a text where your wife says, no, no, it's the email's gonna be nice, no worries. Um, I'm sorry if you thought I was upset with you. Or and there was another one um, where it was like, well, certainly it was a, kind of a clear one where it was like, I just upset my caretaker, you know, and told her, you know, and then clearly you got upset and you said it's over or something like that. Yeah. And so I think, I think that this idea, um, you know, however we want to define it, um, if we're looking at it from cognitive therapy perspective, but maybe mind reading, like this, you know, like the, the assumption that you know what other people are thinking or what they're going to do. Um, I think when that occurs, I think that is, is a huge trigger for you in, in things disintegrating very, very quickly. You know? With that said, I think what's really cool is that regardless of what triggers you or, or what happens, what I've noticed you doing in the last couple of weeks is detecting that, okay, my emotions are hitting a level. I'm going to time out myself completely and let things settle for a second. And, and I think what that's enabled you to do many times, if not most of the time or all the time, is it allows you to, it allows the pieces to fall more logically and, and for you to kind of gather your, um, your thoughts and not be so overwhelmed and then, and then be able to 
to see things more clearly, and it also prevents you from responding to all the, you know, all the thoughts that you're having too. And so, you know, even with me, um, you know, what I've noticed is, is is that you've, you know, in instances where you may be feeling triggered, and certainly I've noticed there was. Um, there were a few moments where you thought maybe I was upset too, and clearly that was uncomfortable for you. But what I noticed is that you've rather quickly um, let me know, okay, I'm feeling overwhelmed, I need a timeout, no worries, or just give me a break here, you know, not give me a break, like yeah, a bad sure. thing, but can I have a break? And I'll get back to you. And and I can tell you that that, that feels fine. I mean, that feels, that's totally easy to understand. It's, um, it doesn't create any problems. You know, there's no damage done. You're not that otherwise any real damage was done with me anyway. But it's just so much easier for me and I'm sure for everyone else. Um, You know, I think, sure, someone may think, oh, well, you know, Jonathan is feeling a little off. Um, and, and sure, we, you know, that may create an emotional reaction, but mainly it's just that well, we don't want you to be upset, you know. Um, but if it, if it results in like a timeout and not seeing you for a day or whatever, I can tell you that that is exponentially easier to process and recover from than if you got to a point, you know, ED dominoes down the line where, let's say, you may really said something, you know, upsetting or insulting to somebody. And and I've noticed an absence of that in the last few weeks. It's just it's been amazing. Really? Okay. Yeah. Oh, my God. It's like, it's been really cool. And I think that, I think that that's the, in terms of interpersonal relationships, I think that's the key here. The key is not you being a different person or you not having paranoid thoughts. I mean, of course, that would be really nice in terms of your own quality of life, and we all hope the be- you know, for the best for those things. But in terms of your relationships with everyone, you know, it, it really, there's no harm created when you're feeling symptomatic by just because you're feeling symptomatic. That doesn't create any problems interpersonally. The, and so, you know, and so if that, that's happening and you're able to time yourself out or and, and, and ultimately, you know, handle things in the way that, you know, that you've been doing in, you know, very much in the last couple of weeks, what I can tell you is that you're going to find you're going to see a lot of conflict not exist. You're, you're going to see that, you, that that this is that the conflict isn't really being created because the con- like really what I'm trying to say is the conflict is not from you feeling depressed or or symptomatic. It's completely created by by you know following those dominoes, falling one after another. And, you know, and frankly, that's the case for all of us. You know, I mean, if I, you know, if, if, um, if I don't like the way um, my wife says something to me, 
and and I respond right then and there when I'm feeling really, really emotional about it. Now, I'm likely to say something that's not ideal, not so helpful, and then I've, I've kicked over a couple more dominoes doing that. Whereas if I recognize, like, wow, I'm feeling hot, emotional, emotionally, uh, I may need to say something to my wife about this. Let me hold off for a second until I can calm down. A lot of times what will happen is either I'll realize it's not worth fighting that battle, or maybe I misinterpreted it, or maybe I do want to say something, but then I can say it in a way that's more productive. Like, hey, when you said blah, 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 you know, that really hurts my feelings as opposed to you're such an asshole or something like that. Yeah. You know, and so, you know, so that's what, that's kind of a quick, you know, 15 minute overview. <laughs> no, awesome. If yeah. I just could um, ask one mm -hmm. uh, question. Plain, plain and simple. Um, obviously, I sent you. I documented the past two days since I seen you last, mm -hmm. like pretty much minute by minute. As most of the communication, if you would just for a sec, let me do this, um, has been through the written word, text, email, and voice, recorded and kept. Um, so that's what your response was just to for this podcast and for myself as well to listen back to and learn from it um, simply my only question was just um, regarding before the camera was on I asked I mentioned how like this has not yet become like fully second nature all this stuff mm -hmm. just where do you think I'm at like what level where how do you, where do you think I am? How would you describe how as short as you'd like to keep it? Um, and then I know you have to go. Um, like, what are your thoughts or thought just on where I'm at now and how this being overwhelmed, overwhelmed? Um, to be honest, mainly this morning. Um, that stuff, you know, um, that material. I think you're doing, you're 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 doing really really well, and I think, you know, I think many people would benefit from being able to do as with it as well as you are. Got um, me too. Yeah. I think that, you know, the tough thing is I think it's it's um, an ongoing thing that that we can try to practice almost like being mindful and so you know reaching a point where it's it's second nature i think um is is something that you know i don't know who's able to do that you know it reminds me of you know maybe like a monk who yeah, their like lives. your ideal monk. Yeah. Right, right. Who sort of dedicates her life. I just, I don't want this to be so much stressful as it yeah. sort of is, though I'm doing the work successfully. You know? Right. It's, I mean, and ironically, you don't want to make it, make the effort of, you know, if, if the goal is to try to make things a little bit easier for you and, and more peaceful for you, you don't want the the task of getting there to be so stressful that. You know, get there. So, 
this is not necessarily something to attack like necessarily like writing a book where there's a beginning and middle and an end and boom you're done and you know you've succeeded this is this is like you know maintaining your health in a way your physical health that involves you know it involves daily things like brushing your teeth and, and maybe watching what you eat and, and that kind of thing it involves dealing with things that pop up like random things um you know and and so you know so it's sort of an ongoing thing that we kind of look at like we dedicate try to dedicate ourselves to similar to taking care of ourselves physically um and but i think you're doing great with it you know i think you totally are but i could tell it you it's tough yeah I mean, even just the tools themselves right you know even Absolutely. taking a timeout itself you know i know yeah. i mean like I, while i'm in the timeout yeah i mean i can anyway. tell you honestly they you know there are many nights if not most nights when i lie down try to go to sleep where i think to myself why didn't i handle things better today like why did i by the end of the day feel like so not mindful and so you know, um, you know, just not handling all of it well. And, and I and I tell myself, okay, tomorrow let's start over again. Let's try it again. You know, and and so it's hard. I mean, you know, I can you know I can tell you tell anybody you know what what the books say, but you know, doing it is very very difficult. And but it's not a matter of saying, okay, I failed at it. It's more of a matter of wow, okay, I really challenged with that today not so psyched of how I did I'm gonna I'm gonna try again tomorrow and 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 you know so you know and, and so when situations come up and so and so you know cuts me off on the highway or whatever I, I have to remind myself this is what I'm talking about all right let's let's practice this you know and so it's a so the practice phase might still be a little ongoing I mean, well the practice phase is forever is but maybe not as intense because no, it's no. a little too hard right now. So right. you know, can by the time you got here today, I mean, I was just done. You know, yeah, kind of. Yeah, no, no. The expense. practice phase, it's it is forever, but it gets easier and you get better. Yeah, I knew so. I just yeah. wanted what you said. Yeah, yeah. but it always okay. continues. It always does. Awesome. Yeah, leave it at that. Yeah. Uh, quickly, overall topic of all this, what would you say? Um, I mean, I guess just, um, like recovery is difficult, the yeah, be, you know, or, something, the best to do is just try our best or, yeah, or just that, you know, it's, it may always be an ongoing challenge, but, but there is a learning curve. There is, there is improvement. Got it. Yeah. Awesome. I'll let you go, man. Okay. Thanks so much. Sure, Tom. sure. Sure. And I'll really review and I'll it. see you Tuesday. Perfect. All right. Shake your hand and cut the camera. Okay. Thanks. All right. Take care. Okay. Bye. Good job. Thanks. <laughs>